Welcome to Project Willpower. I'm your host, Will Cabral, and I'm going to show you how to build a life you won't regret living. Sit back and enjoy the show. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. You have to let it all go. Fear, doubt, and disbelief. Free. What's up, guys? Welcome to Project Willpower. I'm your host, Will Cabral. And today, I'm going to be talking to you about multitasking. I hate multitasking. I think multitasking is stupid. And today, I'm going to try to convince you that multitasking is stupid and why you should avoid it like the plague. And uh, first off, let's talk about the new world that uh, we're kind of living into, okay? We're going through a crazy time right now. Uh, The way the world is changing with certain things like cryptocurrency and the artificial intelligence and machine learning that is going on, we have cars that will literally drive us, okay? We have machines and McDonald's that will take our orders for us. There is so many aspects of society that are going to be automated, and I'm going to try to convince you today that you need to worry about this because your career is on the line and your career can potentially be reduced to nothing. Everything you're working for right now, whether you're in school or about to go in school, if you understand the importance of being an artist and being creative and how you will be rewarded in the future for doing creative pursuits, uh, if you can really understand this, I really think you've set yourself in a good position because I think with the current uh, multitasking epidemic that we have going on, there's a lot of bad stuff about to happen. So just to, just to start off, multitasking is uh, it's pretty inevitable. With the world that we live in, we have the most powerful businesses and the richest people in the world fighting for your attention because your attention equals dollars. When people can grab your attention, they can grab your money. They can open up your wallet. If somebody shows you something pretty and dangles it in front of your face, you will open up your wallet and tell them your credit card number. That's the world that we live in, and that's why some people make so much money because they know how to get your attention. And you need to realize your attention is valuable. Your attention is something that you can be putting into your own work and making other people put their attention towards it and give and them exchange money for the value that you provide them. Um, marketing is at an all-time high, and that's also why I'm a, I'm a big student of it is because I realize that there's never been an easier time to learn how to market, and there's never been a more amazing time to market because right now, capturing attention has never been more engaging and more, more. it's so interesting to learn the psychology and the principles of how you can grasp, grasp people's attention. And at the same time, it's a blessing and a curse because this multitasking is, this is what it, it makes people dumb. It, it literally makes people stupid. There are statistics on multitasking and, uh, I think it was University of London. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but there's one university showed that there was up to a 37% decrease in your IQ when you multitask. And that would make just the average male no different than an eight-year-old boy. So when you're in that room and you're at your job, and if you're negotiating, talking with your boss, and you're trying to do something else at the same time, you might as well just be an eight-year-old in both in those situations right there. Whatever two tasks you're trying to accomplish at the same time, you're basically an eight-year-old version of yourself trying to do that. You know, it, 
Statistics have shown multitasking, it literally makes you stupid. The National Highway Safety Administration posted a statistic that at any, at any given time, about 8% of people driving on the road are using a cell phone. 8%. Even with all the, the news and all the statistics that come out that show you that distracted driving is dangerous and it causes deaths and it causes accidents, rear-ending people because you're on a cell phone is like the number one cause of people getting in accidents here in Edmonton, and people still do it. It makes no sense. And it shows you too that multitasking is literally something that stupid people do. And it makes people who are stupid even more stupid. And, and you know, this translates to more than just when you're doing tasks. I see this a lot with like the entrepreneur syndromes that people get. They Like the shiny new object syndrome. When you're an entrepreneur, it's exciting to start new ventures, right? But nobody cares about your three companies. If you have three companies or four companies and you're the CEO at all of them, is that supposed to be impressive? No, I'd be more impressed if you had one company that was doing extremely well because I know for a fact already, if you're running a C-level position in like three or four companies, chances are you're not doing any of them really well. How can you put that much work? It's We are literally like computers. Computers have memory. So do humans. You only have so much memory that you can allocate towards certain tasks. And if you're telling me that you can run three companies effectively at the same time, you are bullshitting me and you need to give up two of the other ones and focus on one. Okay? I'll tell you why multitasking is stupid. It's not creative work that you can multitask. You, you cannot multitask creative work. When J.K. Rowling was writing the Harry Potter series, she did not have a phone beside her and a a cell phone with a to-do list and <laughs> a bunch of people coming at her for advice and people opening the door and asking her for, I don't know, authority on certain things. She was sitting in the room in flow state writing a book. She was doing something creative. And what makes that valuable is the fact that a computer cannot replicate that. And that is the shift of the new world that we're going into right now with the AI and the artificial intelligence and software automation that is happening everywhere. This is going to change the world because what machines can replicate are going to be the jobs that are gone. If you have any understanding of programming, programming is basically telling a computer to do things step by step. Your job, if it can be done by step by step, it can be replicated by a computer with AI and a robot. And that is scary because if you're working a job that has discrete and solid steps on how to do it, if you can go to school for whatever job you are trying to get, chances are it's going to be replaced by AI within the next few decades. I'm serious. If you can go to school for a job, if the school will actually have the step-by-step rules on how to do a certain job, what stops somebody who is a programmer from building a robot that will just completely do that job? And, and that's essentially what ha- that's what's happens in the past 10 years. It's happened in small incremental steps with Amazon and their shipping processes, with McDonald's and their kiosks, with Walmart and their self-checkouts. It's, it's everywhere. And you see it, little trickles of it happening into society. And, you know, most of us just look at it as if, oh, yeah, it's cool updates, but the jobs are still there. What you're not realizing is that 10, 20 years from now, the jobs won't be there. Places like like the Amazon store, like if, if anybody saw that really cool commercial before 
where you could literally just walk in an Amazon store, pick up things and leave without the needs for cashier. This is what's happening. And it's not just going to happen in retail. It's going to happen in your low-level executive or low-level corporate jobs as well too. Any job. And this has to this relates to with why true entrepreneurs are successful and why fake ones aren't. Because you have a lot of fake entrepreneurs out there who think, "Oh, I'm a businessman," and they go and copy someone else's business model. They may not even make it better or they might make it a little bit better and they start making a little money and they start thinking they're successful. And then they sit down and get complacent, their business dies. These are what fake entrepreneurs do. Real entrepreneurs work at the forefront of an industry. They are what I call artists. That's why in my Instagram bio, I put an artist. I don't put entrepreneur. I consider myself an artist because what I like to work on is things that are creative. People who are creative are going to work at the forefront of an industry. And what I mean, what I mean by the forefront of an industry is if you are, you are tackling dilemmas and problems that nobody will give you the answer to. And that's why it is so valuable when you solve those problems and those dilemmas because the answers were taken from a creative place. They were taken from an area higher than yourself. They weren't taken from Google. They weren't learned in school. These are the truly valuable things that people will solve that will generate tremendous value in the world, and that's why they will make a lot of money. Because they are working at the forefront of an industry and they're solving problems that are not done. And this is exactly why it's valuable, because a computer cannot do that. A computer cannot work at that creative process. A computer cannot get in that flow state. And, you know, I may be wrong when I say that. It's a scary thought that maybe someday's computers will get to that point where they can work just as creative as humans, but I really doubt it. Okay. Look, look at, here's another side. Look at, look at Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola sells a sugary brown liquid. A sugary brown liquid. And they are so successful. That success does not come from going in Google and searching up how to make your own Coca-Cola. It comes from the creative, the creativity that they do, the creative value that they bring to the world. What makes Coca-Cola an amazing company is the creative efforts that go behind their business that allow them to dominate their industry. And it happens mostly through branding. And you cannot tell a computer to work on your branding and make it amazing. A computer cannot do that. There are a lot of things a computer can do, though. It can replace your retail job. It can replace your low-level job. If you want to work and make a lot of money in the future, you need to start realizing that you will have to become an artist, okay? And it sucks, too, because the entry-level system works against you because the jobs that require you to multitask are essentially pegging you down until the one day that they fall down with you because it sucks when you work at a retail job and you are forced to multitask every single day. You're forced to talk to people. You're forced to do this, X, Y, Z at the same time, plus another factor in, right? You have to do so much. You have to juggle so much crap around you that your whole brain gets adjusted to this multitasking mindset. And you know, something about people who, the thing about the growth mindset and people who are really successful in life is a lot of successful people read, right? A lot of successful also meditate. A lot of successful people do generally habits that require intense focusing, like working out too. When you're working out, you need to focus on the muscles and you need to focus on what you're doing. When you're reading, if you want to actually get value out of reading, you need to focus on reading and what you're taking from the paper so you can implement it into your life. And that takes intense focus. If you want to sit down for an hour every day and read a book so that you can read around 50 books a year, you cannot be good at multitasking because you will not be good at reading if you're good at multitasking. Same thing with meditation. 
If you have this mumbled up mindset of oh, jumping around, oh, what's this? What's that? Oh, what did I eat today? How did the work go? If, you, if your mind is like that, it's going to be hard to meditate. And I'm not saying you can't, but meditation is probably something that can help you balance out a work life that involves a lot of multitasking. That's exactly what I do. And that's why I read a lot too, is it's, I can just imagine that if I did 100% of my work as a creative pursuit, everything else would be a lot easier. But it's the, it's, it's the sad thing that we live in. The entry level system works against you that when you're starting off, it's really hard to work in that some type of career where you can be creative. And uh, I'm just letting you know, your job will be replaced if you're not creative. It's, it's what's going to happen. And there's a really good book on this. It's called Lynchpin by Seth Godin. As all of Seth Godin's books are amazing. And you could check out, uh, there's a little, a little excerpt of it in Deep Work by Cal Newport. He talks about this too, how that within the next few decades, that jobs are going to be replaced because a lot of people can't do creative work. And the people who can do creative works are going to be the ones who are leading society and making a lot of money. So, you know, as we as we go into this new age that that's just above us, it's about to start happening. If you're young like me, you know, if you're younger than me, if you're in your early 20s, late teens and you haven't really dialed hard into what you want your career to be, pick something that's creative. You know, even though there's a lot of people right now doing like the social media marketing agency stuff that I was talking about in the last episode about, you know, the the new age rat race. I'm still a big favor of the do a social media marketing agency because that's a creative job. You won't be able, nobody's ever going to create AI bots anytime soon, probably within your lifetime, that can completely replicate what creates a good marketing agency. Creating a good marketing agency is a huge creative pursuit, something that a computer cannot replicate. There are no discrete steps to what creates an amazing ad or how to brand your certain product or service. That is something that you cannot replicate. So, I'm telling you, artists are going to rule the world. They're going to rule the world once AI is introduced because AI is going to be taking all the facets of life that can be broken down into steps. Everything you learn in school, if it can be taught in school, it can be taught to a robot and school is going to be gone. That's a big, big, (laughs) big, big statement for me to make that the moment that AI is really integrated into society, what what stops AI from just consuming all four years of the curriculum and spitting it out in code and doing exactly what it needs to do. It'll have its own little robot body to do it in too. So these are just ideas for you guys to think about. And I'm not going to leave you without anything practical. Um, I'm going to tell you, this is how you not multitask. It's really simple. You make a list of the things you need to do today. And you do each one of them one at a time. One at a time. Don't switch tasks. Don't do two things at the same time and go back between them each. You know, put yourself in an environment where you won't be distracted and do each one of them at the same time. And if you can't put yourself in an environment where you won't be distracted, do the best you can, you know, uh, tell the people around you like, Hey, I'm going to try to do this work and I want to be able to do it by myself. And this is hard to do too, especially if you're working in like an office or another type of job. Uh, there's a lot of communication that needs to go on and it's just sometimes not possible, but the practicality behind it is just really doing one thing at a time. Put yourself in an environment where nobody will distract you. And uh, that's about all I really have to say about multitasking. I Actually, no, that's a lie. I could say a lot more. But uh, I think I got what was most, what I was really trying to get out of it today. And uh, let me know what you guys think. Honestly, tell me what you think about multitasking. Do you think it's stupid? 
Would you argue with me and say that multitasking is actually essential in certain parts of life? Uh, I just want to hear your guys' opinions. So, you know, hit me up on social media. It's at Will Cabral on every single platform. I'm on most of them except Snapchat. Just, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. And as always, I really, really appreciate if you got to this part of the episode. Man, it's the, it's the second episode. Last year, I didn't do an episode two, but this year I did do an episode two. And I'm just really, really happy. And I really appreciate that. I have people listening to this and there was a lot of awesome feedback as well from the last episode. I did not expect that. I had people DM me and tell me like, Hey, I I thought it was great. Even though I thought it was a a lot less than what I wanted, but you know, it's, you you just got to ship, you know, you got to put your content out there. And I really encourage you guys to do the same thing too, is don't be a perfectionist like me and always want to have the best uh, thing to ship. Just, just do it. Right guys. So that's my other advice for today. Let me know what you think about multitasking. And uh, yeah, hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.